0: Well, hello, everybody. I forgot I start this show. It's me. It's Bran. It's time for Christmas morning. It's a Christmas party. Happy Monday.
2: Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Scott's here. Who cares? Because Shannon's here. Hi, Shannon. Hi. I'm always, I'm so used to Scott going, and Shannon, that when it doesn't happen, I'm like, I guess I'm not here today. Apparently. It's just the ghost of me. Well,
3: let's find out if Scott's actually here. Scott, are you here? Yeah, I was going to put that in later, okay. Shannon, but that's okay. Um, I guess I won't now. Hi, Shannon.
2: <laughs> Hi, Scott. <laughs> why put it in it's later when you can do it in real time?
3: It's a production thing. Brandon, happy 25th of the month to you. Thank you. Um,
0: wow. It feels like a big one. I don't know why it feels... particularly like a big one but i think now that we're under a hundred days everything feels like it's bigger
3: than it is yeah it's different shannon is it hitting to you different as well
2: yeah, it really is. I'm getting so excited. But also, it does feel like basically Christmas is over at this
3: point. <laughs> Whoa! And <That> is- <laughs> wow. it's over?
2: It's going so fast!
3: That's true. No, no,
2: I'm very excited. I really am. I love that now, like, it's getting cooler here in Colorado. Like, I've got my mm-hmm. pumpkin spice. Like, I- I'm mm-hmm. so excited for mm-hmm. the Christmas season. And the movies, the Hallmark movies, uh, they release their schedule. I'm excited to start Watching some Christmas movies soon, so it's very exciting.
3: You said here in Denver, you're in the North Pole today.
2: Um, yeah, you're right. I I, I get confused. I get confused.
3: Yeah, it's a it's a habit. Like exactly. wherever I am, that's I'm right. in Greenville, right. even if I'm not. It is starting to get cool. We're starting to see the little tiny trickle of Christmas stuff at stores. That's pretty exciting. Shannon's wearing a full hoodie yes. today, very so exciting. we know it's not that hot. Well, in the North Pole, but that's what she wore when she left Denver. Yes. So it's a good indication that things are changing. Uh,
0: yeah. I know why this feels like a big one now. Okay. And we'll, I'll talk about when we get to the countdown. Do you want to go do the countdown now?
3: Yeah. Why don't we do the countdown? It's everybody's favorite part. We might as well start right with that. Joy to the world.
0: Three months into Christmas. Three months. You know why this feels good? It's like one, two, three. Like I can count that pretty easily also only a
3: quarter of the year left i was putting together the show notes last night and i wrote down three months and i said no that can't be right and i pulled out the calendar it is it's right yeah
0: we're in the fourth quarter we're in the fourth quarter of the year and the fourth quarter of this game that we're playing this christmas game and fourth quarter is the most exciting quarter
2: it's game time it's game time (laughs) it's exactly right shoot your shot Mm -hmm.
3: Swish. I'm really excited about this. So, you know, three months, that's nine, what, 90 days? Exactly. We can do that on our head. 91, but yes, on our heads... Okay, well, I'm in, kind of in round numbers. It's 90, but sure.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. I just I didn't know if you wanted me to check your math or
3: not. Shannon's right, though. This thing is barreling toward us. Full steam ahead at this point. There is no slowing it down. If you haven't gotten on the Christmas train yet, mm-hmm. well, I don't know. Get your ticket ready. You. you this is it. This is your last chance Choo-choo. to hop on the train. I have a feeling that everybody who's listening now is already well prepared for the upcoming season.
2: Most of our listeners are. Yeah. They really
3: get ahead of it yeah
0: the nice thing too about uh being less than 100 is like even dan like he can't get mad at me it's in the contract since it's in double digits dan can't get mad at
3: me that's true that's true you want to get into the uh the stuff we have today it's a little bit different it's more email heavy than other months and we were sent a skit to perform wow Finally, somebody is
0: asking for me to put my acting chops on display.
2: I've been waiting.
3: Yeah, this is pretty exciting. Uh, Brand, do you want to lead us into some Christmas traditions and memories?
0: Yes, and I thought I would try something new. In the spirit of uh, the Pentatonics and other a cappella groups, I am going to attempt to do this all myself
2: acapella
0: all the sounds will be coming from my mouth and i'm gonna make scott do extra work and loop it for me are we ready christmas traditions and memories
3: All right. We'll see if my production chops are up to that.
0: We believe in you. I just want to give you
2: something new to do, Scott. I don't want it to get stale. Exactly. You're right. You're right. I've got it. I'm not working hard enough.
3: Shannon, could you read our first email from Era Evans?
2: You got it. Hey, Scott and Brianne and Shannon. Well, thank you. One of the traditions my BF and I have created over the years is going to see Christmas displays around the Bay Area. My favorite is the two story gingerbread house that they build inside the Fairmont Hotel in San Francisco. Nice. The gingerbread house stands 25 feet tall and is 35 feet wide, built with all real Seas candy. Wow. And over 8,000 gingerbread bricks. You can come see it for free, walk through it, and take in the sights and smells. Or for a price, book a reservation inside the house for tea, champagne, and food if you're feeling fancy. That sounds awesome.
3: I'm feeling fancy.
2: (laughs) Uh, Me too. The hotel is also beautifully decorated and has a lovely rooftop rooftop garden. How do you stand on it? With nice (laughs) views of the city. I will attach some photos I've taken over our past few trips. Please be advised, if you decide to visit, the hotel is in a neighborhood with steep hills so make sure your brakes are in good working condition. It is definitely worth the drive if you are in the area. Merry Christmas from California. Wow, that is so cool. I have never heard of this before, and I would love to go. That looks awesome.
3: Yeah, I would love to check this out. These pictures are amazing. I will put these on our Instagram. Brian, I, I think I want to walk through and pick out little pieces of C's candy and lick all these bricks. Do you think they would mind?
0: I don't think they'd still be good, so I would advise against it. But oh. this reminds me, every <laughs> year I go up to the Grove Park and up here in uh, Asheville, and they do the gingerbread house competition. I want to say it's like the national, yeah, na- national gingerbread house competition. And they have one of these like giant gingerbread houses in their lobby, and I, would, I don't know how it compares to this one. I don't think that it's two stories, but this next year when I go, I will be sure to take because I always have like the information next to it, like how much sugar and wah, wah, wah. I'll take a picture and we'll talk about it. Just don't let me forget. This is months. This is the most I've ever show prepped months in advance. Can Shannon and I come with you? Yes, please.
3: Yeah, come on. Field trip. All right. Get in the car. Bring the dog let's go great
0: one thing i don't know is i don't know what um c's, you don't know c's, c's miss- candy is what is that
3: you're not familiar with c's candy i don't
0: guys i don't know everything about everything sorry
3: yeah, <laughs> listen if i had one lifeline and i needed to call a friend about something food related it would probably be you bran
0: Especially candy related. I am, I'm shocked. Yeah. I don't know what C's Candy is.
3: Is it? It's a brand. Like only a
0: West, a West Coaster thing?
3: No, when I lived in Florida, they would pop up in the mall at Christmas time and they would constantly be handing out free candy. And then I would go and I'd put on a fake mustache and ask for another piece of it. May I try your candy please? Oh. And and get like eight or nine pieces in a single wow. trip to the mall. It's It's good stuff too.
0: You could have bought some. Shh. I'm like I'm on their website I'm I don't their logo doesn't look familiar their packaging doesn't look familiar I don't know
2: oh man it's been around how
0: I've gone this whole lifetime without knowing this I'm sorry everybody I'm honestly offended on everyone's behalf somehow by myself
3: all right I'm gonna make a bold statement that might anger some it's not that special it's not like it's Ghirardelli or something it's just candy it's good and it feels like Christmas because they always came to our mall at Christmas time. But I don't think you're missing that much. Just keep an eye out. Keep it peeled this year for maybe you'll see it.
0: I mean, I'll just say this, like, you know, um, you, if you if someone is really invested in having me try it, the 135 mm-hmm. Edinburgh Court, Suite 102, Greenville, South Carolina,
3: 29607. I, I, who am I to turn it down? I don't know. If somebody could send Bran some C's candy, that would be great. Or at least let him know if it's available in Greenville, if there's some sort of thing where they stop the trucks at the border. I I don't know.
2: Um, If you'd like to own a C's franchise, uh, there's under the Frequently Asked Questions. It tells you how. So, you know, in case you want a side gig, Bran, start one in Greenville.
3: Well, yeah, if this podcast thing doesn't work out, Bran, you've got your next opportunity.
0: They literally don't have a shop
3: in in all go. of south carolina okay well that explains why you haven't seen it
2: See you haven't seen sees
3: sees <laughs> seen sees yeah, uh, yeah. Walk-a, you're walk-a. gonna want to seize this all right when we get to our next email i'm going to read this one this is from listener mia Daly. she says hi brand scott and shannon i have been wanting to write in for a while now but i'm just getting to it i am a long time listener and i look forward to your podcasts every week i'm originally from hawaii but I have lived in many different states in the past five years, including New York, the city and in Long Island, Arizona, and Indiana. And I recently just moved to England to get wow. paid to play soccer. Whoa! Yeah, isn't that neat? Are we talking to like mm. a, a big deal here? I think she's a big deal. Yeah, this is right? also another uh, occurrence of everybody's life is more interesting than Scott's.
2: Well, that's not, <laughs> not hard.
3: Kidding. She says, I'm absolutely loving England, but sometimes I miss the familiarity of home, and your podcast brings me some comfort being so far away from home. I too am a Christmas fanatic, and I have a holiday page on Instagram, it's at Falltopia, dedicated to the holidays all year round, but with a big emphasis on Christmas. And I did follow her and she's a great follow. When I post her photos, I will also add her um, account link in there as well. Your show brings me so much happiness each week, and oftentimes I listen to it on my walks into my little English town I am living in. It is so cool to know that other people love Christmas as much as I do. I also wanted to comment on a segment I heard on your show a couple weeks ago talking about Santa Claus, Indiana. My graduate school I attended in Indiana was about 45 minutes away from there, so obviously being the Christmas fanatic that I am, I had to go. My mom happened to be in town visiting, so she went with me and we had a blast. Just like your other listeners said, it was a small town and not much was going on. We went in September, so the theme park was closed, and the residential community with the lake was gated, so we couldn't get in. But we did stumble upon the Santa Claus Museum, and that was quite cool. The museum had the history of the town and how it came to be. We read about Santa Jim, the original Santa Claus of Santa Claus, Indiana, how he founded the theme park, and brought joy to children for many years. His daughter was even working at the museum, and we spoke to her at length about her father. And you can tell how proud she was to be his daughter. You could tell she loved educating people on the history of this small town and bringing joy to those who stopped by. It was so kind, and she had a loving soul. Also, what I found cool about the museum was that they had a display set up showcasing the letters from children to Santa that they had received over the years. They had letters from every decade all the way from the 1930s to the present. It was so interesting reading through the children's letters and seeing how the times have changed. There were so many cool things in the museum, including a life-size Santa and a setup of Santa's workshop. Also, within walking distance, they had this post office where you could write a letter to Santa, send it, and receive a letter back from Santa in December. So, of course, I had to write and send one, even if I was 22. I wrote the letter and sent it, and in December, I received a letter back from Santa. Such a cool experience, and the daughter of the original Santa Jim let us stay as long as we wanted, even though the museum was about to close when we got there. She wanted to bring happiness to my mom and I, and she did just that. On the way out, my mom and I stopped to see the statue of Santa Claus they had there, as well as the big Christmas store they had in town, and of course, my mom and I both got an ornament to take home. Thanks for such an amazing podcast, and hopefully I'll write again soon. Merry Christmas from Mia Daly. How cool is that, guys? It's very cool. And
0: I also just get the feeling that Mia is cooler than me in every way. She
2: is.
3: She has her own website. I looked her up. She looks like she's having so much fun in these photos, too. I'm so jealous. Now I want to go to Santa Claus, Indiana.
2: Yeah, I know. My boyfriend is from Indiana. Now I need to be like, we need to take a road trip to southern Indiana, where Santa Claus, Indiana is, and and check it out. But I love these pictures. Mia, you're so cute. I love it.
3: I did reply to her email and asked her if she wanted to get interviewed for next month's Christmas episode, and she said she'd love to. I thought it'd be kind of fun to interview an American expat who's Living in England, I thought that would be really cool, and maybe she could tell us about some of her experiences and what's different.
0: I don't know how long she's been in England, but I'd be interested to hear what it's like to celebrate Christmas over there.
3: I think this is her first year, at least according to what I saw on her Instagram. I might be okay, wrong. Well, then
0: I won't ask about that.
3: I won't ask. I won't ask. It'll be real time. We'll, we'll find out. So uh, stay tuned for that. Hopefully we can make that work. But thank you for writing in me and sending all these great pictures. I'm going to post these to our Instagram and I will link your at Falltopia Instagram account so everyone else can find it. There's some really cute stuff and she's been posting photos from all these places in England that she's finding Christmas stuff. And it's that's awesome. really cool.
2: I'm going to have to check out that page. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll just also I'll just end up asking her about Ted Lasso probably. So probably hmm. that's what I'll do. OK, I'm just being honest honest yeah I'll start with have you celebrated Christmas over there when she says no I'll just segue right into Ted Lasso I got a
3: plan
2: you gotta plan <laughs> these things exactly yeah well
3: do you think I'm not going to ask about how she's a professional soccer player that's pretty darn interesting so yeah I'll I'll try to steer the conversation
2: well if you go to her website you can actually look at she has a whole website on her soccer career so
0: shannon's prepared a full uh, presentation on mia
3: today
2: i'm already doing the interview scott so
3: <laughs> would you like to do the interview that's fine i'll just give you her information you can sure. set it up a woman to woman interview Sounds that'll be good. wonderful there we go all right we have our first audio clip this month and guess who it's from this is not a hard guess brand uh is lenora gilbert it is lenora gilbert she went to the golden glow christmas convention Now she went, I think it was in August. She told me that was the reason that she wasn't gonna do Bramble Fest because she had already planned to go to this other one. And I've been sitting on this one for a month, waiting to use it. So I apologize, Lenora, but we're finally getting to it. Let me play that clip.
1: Hello, all you lovely Christmas morning people. It's Lenora here, your Christmas freak on the street from Arizona. And I have been out Christmased. I just spent five days immersed in the world's largest collection of vintage and antique Christmas ornaments, lights, and decorations at the Golden Glow convention in Arlington, Virginia. It was so amazing. Right when you walk in, the decorations at the hotel convention center were awesome. There were two themes. One was patriotic and the other was from the movie A Christmas Story, as that movie turns 40 years old this year. There are many trees decorating the space. One was a living room fireplace scene with a Ralphie themed tree all in bunny pajama pink. The Christmas cookie area had a Chinese restaurant themed tree. Christmas lights were everywhere with a grand sampling of municipal lights. Yep, it's a thing collecting those old electric light pole decorations. The opening banquet was themed red, white, and blue with a speaker from the White House giving a presentation on White House Christmas traditions from the past so many workshops and luncheons and roundtables. I couldn't make them all. I did attend a mid-century lunch presentation on 1940 to 1959 era decorations. I went to a pajama party breakfast with a presentation on Woolworths, Christmas history, and influence. There was a Kris Kringle market that was a mix of old and new decorations. Saturday had a large sales room full of antique and vintage finds. I loved the museum room the most. It had extensive displays of amazing collections, all kinds. It had a Christmas tree decorating contest and an aluminum tree forest. There is an evening with a silent and live auction. Amazing to witness some of the prices commanded by the Christmas antiques. There was a carnival evening with all the games for free. You could win tickets to enter a raffle for prizes. I had never seen something called room hopping before. There were three floors of the hotel that people turned their rooms into small shops. Some were floor-to-ceiling goods. Time flew by in the evenings talking with the shopkeepers and discovering all their wares. The Final Night Banquet had a narrated presentation on the Christmas story movie with a visit from Santa at the end. There was so much more. I entered a lampshade hat contest and a cookie contest. It was so much fun. Next year's conference will be in Dallas in August. I am sure there will be a link to the Golden Glow uh organization in the show notes. I've also got some pictures for Scotty to post as he wishes. And uh happy Christmas party, everybody!
0: I love that. I love that Lenora Gilbert is telling us what to put in the show notes. I appreciate that. I, I mean, I have to now. You can't say that and then, like me, leave it out. So I will do that. And I was checking this out. The one in Arlington was the 43rd, I think. Wow. One of these. Like They've been doing it since the... The early '80s. This is it's just incredible. Yeah, the 43rd, just incredible. And they do it in a different place every year, which hmm. I think is really fun. Um, I I am going to look a lot more into this because I'm very intrigued by this. Sounds cool.
3: It sounded so cool. She had me up until the point where she said Dallas in August. Because that'll give Greenville for a run for its money in July. I don't think I want to go to a place that hot. But it sounded so cool. And I've been to tons of programming-type conventions. And, you know, there's breakout sessions for all sorts of stuff you would find terribly boring. But the stuff she was talking about here, like, I'm going to have a panel discussion on a Christmas story. Yes, I would like to do that. Shannon, will you come with me? Absolutely. That sounds awesome. Yeah, these things look really neat. Lenora added so many pictures. I have no idea how I'm going to post them all. I don't know what the limit is on Instagram, but it's less than the number she sent. There's probably like 48 photos or something. So, I'll figure out what I can do.
2: You know, you could create uh, just add them to stories, hmm. you know. You don't have to put them all up in posts, but
3: All right, use we're going to delegate stories. this to Shannon just <laughs> like the interview with Mia Daily. All right.
2: Well. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: don't come at us with ideas, Shannon, because you're (laughs) just going to be handed it. You're going to be like, you got this. That's right. Apparently, This is why I've stopped. I've stopped sharing my thoughts a long time ago.
3: (laughs) Lenora, thank you for sending this in. Thank you for the report. It really was great. And it sounds like it was so much fun. There are a couple photos of Lenora in here and you can see how much fun she's having. A huge smile. looks just great. Thank you. Shannon, could you read our next email from Kim Gazarek?
2: I would love to. All right. From Kim. I have had cats before, but they were a bit older and didn't really bother with my decorations. My newest fur babies are mischievous little spitfires who enjoy getting into trouble. (laughs) Max, the gray and white one, is just shy of a year old, and Gilbert, the void, isn't even four months yet. I hope these fuzzballs can bring you some glimmer of joy while you face the daunting task of listening to one of the most depressing songs of all time.
3: Okay, so a little context here. She sent this in when we were doing the Christmas shoes battle. Ah. Mm,
2: Okay, makes sense.
3: And this was in response to her asking if listeners had any ideas about recommendations for safely decorating with cats. Now, unfortunately, we didn't get any of those, (laughs) but maybe this email and these photos of these two absolutely adorable cats will spark somebody to send something in. So this is a TBD section here. If anyone has any ideas about safely decorating with pets of any kind, write in and let us know because Kim's got some questions, and I can see she's got to have her hands full, especially with this black cat who looks so cute, but oh my goodness, that's what my cat looked like right before the first time she started climbing up the Christmas tree.
2: I don't have cats.
0: You give, you give such hope, uh, Scott, to everybody with cats. That's exactly what my cat looked like before it destroyed my entire house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, one of my dumber cats likes to chew on the artificial Christmas tree because I think she thinks it's real. Just let her get shocked once. Yeah, shocked. Exactly. Christmas vacation Ow. style. That didn't work out well for that cat. Didn't, oh, didn't man. work out well. All right. Why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we'll talk about some Christmas movies and music. How does that sound?
0: I love that idea, Scott. Welcome back, everybody. We are back. We're talking about all sorts of stuff because it's the 25th. It's time for another Christmas party. Uh, Scotty, what do we got next?
3: This is going to be a new segment of ours. Obviously, we're doing it under Christmas movies and music. So first, could you cue that up for us, Brian? It's time for Christmas music and movies. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so this is really wild here. We got an email from John Rice, and this was also in response to our Christmas Shoes Christmas music battle, he says, When i was younger i liked the song christmas shoes however now that i'm older i dislike the song because i see some flaws in the story being told i have a small skit that will show you what really happened in the song christmas shoes i would like all of you to act this out Mm. and please divide roles however you would like Mm. now Mm -hmm. i gave this some tremendous amount of thought and i decided that the role of the child should be played by bran the role of the protagonist should be Shannon of course. and I'll be the shopkeeper.
2: Okay.
0: I think you did a great job dividing up those roles, Scott. All of that tracks.
2: Yes. Okay, good. I agree. Good. I agree. All right.
3: I'll read these little blurbs that set the scene for us. It says, We're in a small shop on Christmas Eve. There is a line of people at the cash register buying Christmas gifts. First in line is a small child wearing worn out clothes and is covered in dirt. Second in line is the protagonist to the story. She looks well off by the clothes she wears and the amount of gifts she is purchasing. Behind the counter is a shopkeeper looking tired from a long day of work. All right, take it away, Bran. Sir,
1: I
0: wanna buy these shoes for my mama. Please, it's it's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just the size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy, he says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while, and I know that those shoes can make her smile. And here's the thing. I just want her to look beautiful if she meets Jesus tonight, okay?
3: Sorry, son. There's not enough here.
1: Mama,
0: she made Christmas good at our house. Yeah, I'm Honestly, most years, we just did without. So tell me, sir, what, what am I going to do? Somehow,
2: I've got to buy her these Christmas shoes.
3: Now the protagonist reaches into her pocket and pulls out a wad of cash.
2: Don't you worry, son. I will buy those shoes for you. Oh, no, ma'am, you don't have to do that. I'll I'll find a way to buy them
0: somehow, I'm sure.
2: No, no, I insist. I'll take care of this. Well, gee,
0: thanks. Mama's gonna look so great, (laughs) yeah.
3: And the child quickly exits laughing, The protagonist smiles, and a tear rolls down her cheek, and says proudly to herself,
2: No. Thank you.
3: Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. You have got to be the thickest person I have ever met. Excuse me? You just got played by an elementary school kid. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Look, that kid is a con artist. He sold you a sappy story, and you gobbled it up.
2: Explain yourself.
3: Okay. Answer me a few questions. Where is this child's father?
2: Why Outside in the car, I assume.
3: What kind of father sends his kid into a store all alone? Or sends him in without any cash, but what is in a piggy bank?
2: Oh, I, I guess no father should do that.
3: Second question. Why would a father leave what I presume is a hospital or hospice care facility with his child while the mother is sick and about to die?
2: Um, Maybe the kid walked.
3: Do you even know how far the nearest healthcare facility is? If the dad is at the hospital, why would he let his little kid walk all the way here while his mom is so sick? Uh... Yeah, that kid played you like a fiddle. Did you even notice the kid picked out the most expensive pair of shoes in the store?
2: Oh no... Can we keep this between us?
3: Actually, I'll do this for you. I'll turn it into a song and keep out the ugly details. (laughs) We will make millions. And scene.
1: Yeah. Very well done. Mm.
0: I really, I, wow. I really liked the music you added in the background, Scott, and the sounds of mm. the store as well. Yes. You went above and beyond in building
2: a soundscape. Yes, you really did. You really did.
3: All right. Well, that was a lot of fun, John. Thank you for doing that. It was great. It was. Yeah.
2: All- yeah. Now
0: I kind of want to do this every, I want to do this every uh, month. I don't know how, but um, I'm I'm willing to make it work.
2: Yeah. Let's just write scripts yeah. every month for songs.
3: Yep. If anybody else has some scripts. P- keep, keep writing,
0: writing scripts in. of like based off of classic Christmas songs. Ooh. I think that's a fun bit.
2: You know what I want to hear a script about is uh, the waitresses, you know, Ding, 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 ding. Oh, ding, Christmas ding, rapping. Ding, ding. Yeah. Christmas wrapping! Yeah,
3: that tells that song. Because that's, that's a whole, a whole story. story. Yeah.
2: We need to figure that one out. Kay.
3: All right. Well, listeners, you it's have fun. your directive from Shannon. Please make that happen. And, and we will act it out in a future episode. All right, next we have an audio clip and a review from Joe Fulton, The Christmas yes. Aficionado. Now, Bran, this one's a little special Ooh. because it's in response to what our listeners sent in and said Could Christmas Aficionado review this episode of the TV show Bones? The episode is called The Man in the Fallout Shelter. Very nice. And of course, because he's such an incredible guy, Joe obliged. So here's his review.
4: So who wants to watch a Christmas episode about quarantining from a deadly disease? If so, then here's the episode of Bones, The Man in the Fallout Shelter, review and recap, starting now. We open with Angela, dressed like an elf, asking Bones to go with her to the Christmas party to keep her from photocopying her butt like she did last year. She tells the team she will probably kiss everybody under the mistletoe, including Bones, in a festive, non-lesbian manner. So, she sounds fun. Someone who isn't fun is Bones, who won't allow Hodgins to spike the eggnog with a flask of pure alcohol because of the 4th of July fiasco. Agent Booth asks the team to identify the skeletal remains of a man recently discovered in a fallout shelter from the 50s. They believe he committed suicide, but Bones disagrees with their findings and assigns Zach to clean the bones. As Zach begins to cut into the bones, the biological contamination alarm is sounded. Zach accidentally released a deadly fungus, Cocidomycosis, responsible for Valley Fever, a disease that can manifest as pneumonia, meningitis, or even cause death. This forces the team to be quarantined in the lab over Christmas. Bones identifies the remains belong to a man named Lino, who was murdered for his coin collection in the 50s. After doing some research, she learns that Lino had a girlfriend, Ivy, who was pregnant at the time. With encouragement from her colleagues, Bones makes phone calls, searching for Ivy to give her closure. Everybody's family comes to visit them, separated by glass because of the quarantine. The team discovers that Agent Booth has a little boy, and that Angela has a famous father, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. You know, that guy with the long beard. I will reiterate, though, Angela just sounds fun. After celebrating Christmas, exchanging gifts, solving a murder, and drinking eggnog in front of a holographic Christmas tree, the team tests negative and the quarantine is lifted, allowing them to leave the lab. Ivy and her granddaughter come to the lab, never knowing what happened to Lionel, as she thought he had abandoned her. Booth then gives her a copper 1943 penny worth $100,000 that was found in his belongings. Now his granddaughter can go to college. We learn that Bones is not in the Christmas since her parents disappeared before the holiday when she was a little girl. She never opened the Christmas gift her parents got her that year and vowed not to do it until they return. But she decides to open the gift but the episode ends and we never get to see what's inside. So final thoughts. The writer included a number of pop culture references, including Star Wars, Dr. Seuss, Aliens, Predator, The Grinch, and the greatest television show ever created, Firefly. I was disappointed that we didn't get to see what the present was. And I've never watched the show, but I found it enjoyable. So I'm going to give this episode a B. That's my review of Bones, The Man in the fallout Shelter. So what Christmas episode will I review next? Well, Scott asked me to review Frasier, Merry Christmas, Mrs. Moskowitz. I'm the Christmas aficionado. And remember, stay off the night list. Ah, oh, I love him.
3: Frazier has left. I forgot that I'd asked Joe to review that one for us, Brian. Okay, great. Thank you, Joe. Thank you so much for doing this for us every month. They're so great. I've never seen the show either, but I was kind of intrigued. It sounded interesting. I was intrigued. I Googled the show.
0: So there's, I've never heard of Firefly though.
3: Oh, you, oh, boy. Now you've done it. What? Firefly was a big deal to the people that are really, really into it.
0: Well, I'm sorry, just because I haven't heard of it, I'm sure it's swell. I'm sure. Is there a Christmas episode?
3: Brand at DeckTheHallmark.com. Well... It was a, sci, it was a space uh, like science fiction.
2: I was going to say, it's sci-fi, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it is. All right, Brand. could you lead us into our last segment today, Christmas Recipes? Is it a space western? it's a space western sorry what are we doing (laughs) christmas recipes
0: (laughs) oh wow Mm -hmm (tripped) (tripped). now it's time for the christmas recipes eat all the
3: stuff that was awesome shannon thank you i think we're really hitting our groove now between the acting and the acapella work come see us in concert
2: i added some little bass in the background i don't know this is gonna be our best episode yet
3: all right, Shannon, could you read us the last email today from Lance Garmin?
2: All right. So from Lance Garmin. Morning, eggnog Scotty. Just wanted to thank you for reminding me during the recent Christmas party episode that it is time to start the annual eggnog pasteurization process. Say that three times fast, Bran. I'll pass. Oh, it's a hard pass. <laughs> if I, <laughs> I want to be drinking good eggnog in November, I know it's time to start the refrigeration process now. My recipe comes from America's Test Kitchen, but it is very much the same concept as the Alton Brown one. And many of my other go-to recipes are from that man. Basically, two and a third cups of liquor, one dozen eggs, and three quarter cups of sugar then add creamer milk later when it's time to imbibe. I know you got some pushback on this recipe slash process, and I wanted you to know many of us fully support it. If you like eggnog, this is the best version you will ever drink. If you think you don't like eggnog, I don't believe you unless you have tried this version at least once. (laughs) He is really insistent on this why the alcohol becomes so much smoother over time is a mystery to me but I love the fact the eggs become safe to digest without cooking a custard.
0: You know why people might not like It's because we keep talking about it. We keep explaining it.
3: You just It's yeah. just like you don't want to mm. know how the sausage is made? You just yeah. want the sausage? makes my stomach hurt. Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Right, totally. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. Totally.
3: Look at the photo then of his egg yolk mixture while Shannon reads the last. I
0: am in fact looking at the picture.
2: <laughs> it is not helping. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say that does not help when you see a jar. Or no, it looks like orange juice. It looks just like
3: orange it does juice. Look and you like know it's not juice, orange yeah. juice.
2: And it's, you know it's like not. an
3: old Gatorade container. It, this isn't a helpful. This is not exactly. helping my fear like, of it. It looks on. like a trucker's pea bottle. <laughs> so, uh, Free the last a uh, little bit. That <laughs> was too
2: far. Too far. I like your idea of enough. using. Cheap rot gut?
3: Rot gut, yeah. Cheap rot gut.
2: What the heck is rot gut?
3: Remember last month when I called it hooch? It's just cheap alcohol.
2: All I think of is gut rot.
3: Well, it, it does rot your gut, so.
2: <laughs> I like your idea of using cheap liquor since it tastes better over time. My strategy has been to use whatever liquors are left over from cocktail recipes I tried earlier in the year. How many is he trying? I don't know. The 2020 <laughs> well, picture many <laughs> Apparently, the 2023 version at my house involves a lot of brandy, a goodly amount of tequila because everything is better with tequila, <laughs> and some gin and some vodka. See attached photo. Thank you all for keeping the Christmas spirit alive yeah. all year long. Well, you are welcome, and thank you.
3: I've got a couple thoughts here. Now, Lance seems like a person who is right up my alley, likes Alton Brown, likes to make eggnog. Likes to drink tequila. I am very dubious about what I'm seeing in this photo here because I like gin. I like tequila. I don't think I like those flavors in eggnog, especially gin. I don't really want my eggnog to taste like a pine tree, so... Lance, if I could come over, I'll certainly try it, but I'm a bit skeptical, or maybe I'm just a purist. I like the brandy, I like the whiskey, I like the rum in my eggnog.
2: A pine tree would be on brand for Christmas, though.
3: It would, but I don't know about those flavors, but who am I to say before trying it, right?
2: Well, what about you, Bran?
0: I love Lance Garman. I thought this email was a delight. He used the word goodly, which makes me happy. I never want to see a picture of your eggnog ever again. That's kind of where I'm at.
2: So what was that address really again to like send Bran the eggnog? He is going to drink it during the DTH movie marathon. Send oh, yeah. it to Bran. Yes. Do it. Do it. Do
3: it. <laughs> Bran, can you imagine go, like staying at Lance's house and opening up the garage fridge? And you're like, hey, is this, is this uh, orange juice? Let me take a sip here. Ugh. And it's uh, raw egg yolk and tequila and gin and vodka. And some christian brothers brandy which is that's the brand i like
0: i think it's also like just the old the old gatorade <laughs> container also like i don't know it's all mm. tough for me it's lance it's me it's not you man
3: it's all it's it's just i have a problem all right lance please report back when your eggnog has become safe to drink and let us know how this year's <laughs> recipe turned out okay
0: don't send any more pictures Lance. please <laughs>
3: didn't like it but i did like this episode we had a lot of fun didn't
2: we we did have a lot of fun
3: we did shannon that's all of our stuff this month any thoughts any closing thoughts for us
2: uh i will be going to storage to get out my christmas
3: (laughs) bottles no
2: no i'm gonna start christmas crafting i'm gonna make some ornaments i'm excited
3: i am feeling a little inspired after all this stuff today and all these people who are far more interesting than i am
2: always
0: Wow. Yeah, it's, it was a great, it was a great crop.
3: We got Lance, the master mixologist. We got Mia, the soccer player. I've got Lenora over here at the the Golden Glow convention, and then I got Scott in his basement um absolutely
0: it was a great crop
3: oh, who am i who am i kidding that's where i want to be go ahead
0: and send in for next month which um this is nice it, uh it's on a wednesday next month so um no extra episode next month but it will be a fun one
3: where is next month's episode the party episode in relation to thanksgiving well to
0: next month is october so <laughs> about a month away
3: from oh okay well oh. <laughs> I have been in my basement too long. I was not aware of what month it is. So it is nowhere near Thanksgiving. Got it. Check.
2: Well, October 25th <laughs> and November,
3: you know. I don't know, man. Do Like it's not that. It's probably about a month. <laughs> about a month. I don't know. Oh, let's hope I don't cut that piece out.
1: All right. Oh, Why wouldn't
3: yeah, fun. Won't. Good clean I won't.
0: Fun. Um, all right, we're gonna be back next week. Uh, actually, we're going to be back in two days because today is Monday. We're going to be back in mm-hmm. two days uh, with a regularly scheduled program and, of course, next month with another Christmas party. Please send in stuff. It just makes everything so much fun. So it's just the best. I love these episodes. It's so much fun. Uh, Shannon, thank you so much for joining us again. Scotty, Always. great to see your face. And until next time, Merry, Merry Christmas.
3: Christmas. Uh, Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: Don't cut that out.
3: Well, this show's firing on all cylinders today. Uh.